Before we start tonight's video, I want to give out a great shout out to my good friend, to Bree Allen, for, to her work, Fashion Designs. Go on BreeAllenDesigns.com. That's BreeAllenDesign.com. She does great, amazing work. You also get to learn about her, what she does for a living, also what she grew up and what college she went to. So, Bree, shout out to you, my friend. Well, we got a lot of things to talk about. Uh, you know, of course, now Juneteenth uh, is a national federal holiday. Uh, I will admit to this. I never knew what Juneteenth was, uh, but I was happy to hear about this. Uh, Texas celebrated for quite some time. Uh, and now it is a federal. Uh, 14 Republicans vote against it. And I'm going to mention names because you can just look that up. Uh, a couple of them, uh, they said it just... It's another way for to Democrats to divide us. The only thing I'm going to say this, I, I support it. I, I support Juneteenth holiday, but I don't think it should be called Juneteenth National or excuse me Independence Day. No, Independence Day is July 4th because it's been 1977. Right there, that does not need to change. May Juneteenth National Holiday, whatever, or Juneteenth. Figure out a different name, but Juneteenth definitely. Uh, deserves to be celebrated. I think that it is long overdue. I will agree to that one. But once again, uh, a couple of the Republicans just want to say that this is a divided, that that's what the Democrats want to do. They want to keep us divided, which is nothing new. And it it took them a couple, I guess, realize that a little bit more. Uh I'm all for it, though. I'm all for this holiday because, once again, maybe they need to, the people need to realize that slavery has ended years ago, and why not honor it? Why not honor it a little bit more? But, you know, I'm going to make a little joke comment about it. But since, you know, we have these President's Day and uh, 4th of July, the holiday sales, what, what can we get? For on Juneteenth holiday, what discounts did you get? Do you get discount tattoos or do you get discount refrigerators or discount TVs? Gotta do something. Enjoy the party. But I, I'm sure that if they did do that, some people ain't gonna be happy. They're gonna be saying it's still representing white supremacists. As uh, Greg Kelly uh, for Newsmax, I watch Newsmax, they're really good. Um, as he says, it clears day. They will never be happy. You can't satisfy them. You can't satisfy the far left. And you can't. And, and once again, over the weekend, 49 people in Chicago, and I'm going to get to this, uh, but 49, 49 people were shot in the city of Chicago. Five of them died over the week, weekend, including a, a father to 25-year-old uh, died day before Father's Day, which, by the way, happy late Father's Day to everybody. Uh, so, Mayor Langford for, in Chicago, uh, once again, came out, out on, pre on the press conference, says that we need to rely on our FBI, excuse me, our federal government. So, yet again, remember the last year, Donald Trump, when he was president, he asked Mayor Lanefield, do you need help? We're here to help. And she goes, no. 
Now he's out of the office. He's been out of the office for half a year. And now she's saying that we need help from the federal government. Uh, Here's what I would say. No, you don't get the help. You create this mess. You fix it. You're not fixing it by not letting the officers do their job. This is on the blood's on your hands, not not mine. I, I'm not going to do it. And it's stupid. It is a, uh, a wrong thing to do because Donald Trump did the exact same thing. Donald Trump offered help last year, and she refused it. Remember same thing with Ted Wheeler when he actually said to Donald Trump, you can get one on our side or get the hell out of the way. And, of course, Donald Trump took that seriously. Donald Trump goes, okay, you got a couple days to clean this mess up or I'm sending my guys in. What did he do? He sent those guys in. He sent the troops. Excuse me. He sent the FBI. And guess what? They locked them up. Consider the mommies had to be called out by by their children. We're saying release us. Release our children. They didn't do no wrong. You know, just throwing a couple buildings, bricks. Um broken windows, stealing cars. But yet again, the, this is Chicago as well. The crime rate has gone high. Crime rate has gone high in California. If you watch a video where you just see a guy come in on his bike and take stuff, like nothing. Like nothing happened. And stores in California are closing. CVS just closed. They, they're done they wish uh, they could help a lot more better, and I don't blame them. Just like this, uh, the police has, uh, the police department, they have a lot more police officers that are retired, or they left, or they come to a different state, where it's a red state, where the rules are forced, and guess what? I don't blame any of them. I don't blame that still. I, I will never blame the officers as much as it sucks, because it, it does... Uh, make things a lot worse. But yet again, this is what you get in the Democrat cities, Democrat states that wanted to have the police defunded. This is where crime rate go, went high. Minnesota, Omaha, excuse me, Omar. Remember, she actually said that we can't grow anything that causes cancer. Who did she call cancer? The police department. Remember, she goes, how can we how can we grow something beautiful from the roots? We gotta tear it we gotta do the tear it back, kill it. Guess what? She was calling about the police department being bad roots. Guess who she still has with her? She has security. She's and they're armed at all times, twenty four seven. Remember she said that last year. And yet the place has, she is, that she works at has not been cleaned, not been nice. Why? I believe billions of dollars have lost. And it's crazy that we see that that's going on right now. It still is. Crime rate has, once again, uh, they showed in crime rate, uh, a crime rate in California was up, Blight was up 93, I believe, percent or close to it. Mexican was at 75. White was just at 4. And if it's white privilege, shouldn't it white be 0% crime rate has gone? But no, it's once again, it's uh, uh, black-on-black crime that continues going out craziest. It was more black people that were shot over the weekend in Chicago. It was more Hispanic that was causing crimes in California. Whites are just 
not doing much about it. But you know what? The government's not doing anything about it because they don't care. They don't care about it. They care about the money. The only thing that uh, actually was the most joke thing that I've heard just recently on, uh, I think it was on Fox News, that the mayor in Atlanta, because their crime rate went high, was saying the reason why it's happening is because we opened too soon. So yet, blame the coronavirus was reason why for these homicides to go up. They're the it's their it's that fault. We opened too early. No, you didn't open too early. You opened too damn late. That's what I gotta say about it. When you've been in the lock side and been in your house twenty four seven, which is impossible to do. Some people can do it. I don't know how they can. And guess what? They go crazy inside the house. Remember, Ron DeSantis said in the Florida governor. You're more likely to catch it inside your house. Here's why. Inviting people into your house. When you're going to visit grandkids or visit your kids. Or a neighbor comes in and says hi. The male person. Or when you just open that door. It happens. You're more likely to get it inside your house. That's plain and simple. And that's, that's just how facts was. You're going to get it either way. The vaccine doesn't work, which is proven facts. Uh, and yet again, it's a 99.8% uh, survival rate. You can get it just by walking. You can be in your room. I can, Even me, I can get it by doing this podcast. It, it just it can happen anywhere. But yet, I've been out. I haven't gotten the vaccine. And I never got hit. Never got hit with it. My family, come my family members, they have had coronavirus. Uh, my aunt, uh, her sister passed away a few months ago from the coronavirus, and it sucks. It is real. I'll still say it's real. But I don't blame the coronavirus for having the crime rate go higher. I don't blame it when domestic violent rates went higher. I don't blame... Excuse me, I don't blame it when suicide rates went higher. We talked about that just a few days ago. I don't believe any of that. And I don't blame any of that on the coronavirus pandemic. We had pandemics before. We had one when the smallpox hit. When the flu first happened. When the measles happened. We have it. It it all comes a part of a natural life. There's not a lot we can do about it. Just This is reason why... Remember, remember when you're a kid, and, and when you're told as a kid to wash your hands, get under your fingernails, wash your entire body, brush your teeth every day, two times, three times a day, or whatever. It's that you're taught that as a kid. But now it's like we had to really believe a pandemic like the coronavirus came and happened. But any true person would not say, it's the coronavirus's fault that suicide rates happen, domestic violence rates happen, murder rates happen. Nah, don't believe it. If you believe it, then you you're some type of special person, and because that that's all BS. But yet, you know what? What do I know? I'm just a person, white privileged person, that people say. Yeah.
But you know, and I actually was going to say this. Uh, I'm going to say this. Um, really good question here. If there was such thing as why privilege, why do I privilege had to go to school, graduate out of high school? Why do we have to go to college? If why privilege does exist, we wouldn't be going to have to go to high school. We wouldn't have to graduate. We would not have to work our complete asses off to make a living. We would not have to work on a college football team like Ian Buck did. He had to work hard, hard, and hard to be the starting quarterback for Notre Dame. I just my friend Bree. I'll mention this. She would not have to work ten times hard to get where she's at if she was white privileged. She went to one of the greatest colleges in the state, in the country, which is Purdue University. And that's a hard college to get into. She didn't get in because of her mom and dad or any of her brothers. She got in because of her grades. She got in because her uh, her attendance was perfect. She got in because she had extracurricular activities. She was good at what she can do. She worked hard. You know, say, I'm going to mention another friend of mine. I'm actually going to mention uh, my good friend, Elliot Smith, from long period of time. I knew him since we were kids. You know, he's got one of the greatest, he's got a great dad. Great mom, great parents. I've owned, I've known them since I was little. I know his brothers. I know his sisters. You know, he was one of the best basketball players in my school, other than Bray Eaton. I actually said this when I was broadcasting for the high school. I said he was the Derek Troyer that we had on our team because Derek, his body, he would put his body on the line. That's what I said. Landon Miller. Another uh, white Caucasian guy. He was Amish though, part of Amish though too. Guess what? I said he's to Brett Eaton because he was our three-pointer. Those two guys I'm going to mention right there. Also, Jordan Hoffman. You know, there was the Fab Five that my school had, which was Luke Hossumer, Landon Miller, Elliot Smith, and then uh, Lucas Carpenter, Jordan Hoffman. Those five guys right there, five seniors, which... I can tell you this from if I can remember. My my high school did not have uh, five starters that were all grew up together. We knew each other. I was part of the team by my own way because I was a broadcaster. I grew up with those five kids. They, they worked hard because they've earned it from years ago. They had great talent. Jordan Hodman, every fan, I'll tell you this, every fan of Jordan Hodman was so excited to see him do a slam dunk. He didn't do it as much, but he was he would get the fans pumped up. Everybody would listen to me because I was cheering hard. I was doing my job the right way. They loved what I was being fanatic. Uh that that's not what privilege. That's just because I, I knew what I was doing. This is what I wanted to be. A broadcaster is what I wanted to be. Elliot, Jordan, Luke, Landon, Lucas, all five of those uh, young guys right there, they they cheered hard because they played hard. You know, you practice hard, you get what you get. You make it to the big living. And, and that's where they did. This That's not my privilege. And, and once again, the crime, we were just talking about the crime rate right? in, in Chicago, California, New York. Uh, you, you can't even get in trouble as loitering and you can get away with it. Uh, a video 
was just posted. Came out, I believe, two days ago. It actually just came out just recently, even from yesterday or two days ago by now. Excuse me. Uh, in uh, Marista, California, where a police officer was fired and charged. And I'll, I'll say this. I saw the video. Uh, where, but where this young black male is at, this was this happened two days after George Floyd's death. My, my question is, though, for the media, why post it now? Why worry about it now? This happened over a year and a half ago. Why why are we going to bring it up now? And and I was trying to understand why this officer was fired and charged, but then I watched it. Uh, he did do a little aggressive, even though he told this young man, sit down multiple times. Apparently, uh, he was told that he made a statement saying he caught the guy smoking in a no-smoking area. Uh, and there is loitering. Inside in the state of California, which is in a lot of states as well, but you know, and you got to have where you know where you're going. You know, you got to know, give an exact time how long you're going to be there, how long the wire is. It causes problems right there. I, I do believe that cop was not there just to, to become racist. I don't believe that. I believe he was called because somebody was saying he looked suspicious and he caught the person smoking. I We don't know. We didn't see the cigarette. The, the whole videos don't show. There was, it was a body camera. Uh, going to the Highest Twin Brothers, they showed it. I watched it. And I, I can understand where the officer did a little uh, uh, too much. I don't I don't think maybe he should have been uh, a charge. I think he definitely should have been let go or on administration leave or should have been suspended without pay. And to they figure out what the hell was going on, and clearly now here's the thing though there was color of the officers that did show up because uh, he was resisting arrest because the officer kept telling this young man to sit down. He kept getting up multiple times. He kept getting up and being told to sit down. But and when all case what happened at the end, I believe the the young man was dismissed charges, which he should have been arrested. I don't see him didn't do nothing wrong. Uh, it's it was a whole chaos. Uh, the officer, I believe, what happened was totally um, professional for them to do what they had to do to him. They had to let him go. Should have been fired. I don't know if he'll ever get a job back, but this was just a year and a half ago. And once again, my my question would be: Why are they bringing it up now? Uh, because this video just had to be brought out somewhere, somehow. But, you know, who knows? But yet again, police officers, they, they, even if they do their jobs, they get criticized right on the bat. Remember the, the one officer just outside of Los Angeles, where he was a Mexican, uh, Hispanic police officer, but the uh, teacher female, which was a black female, Calling her, uh, calling him a racist, saying that he'll never be white. <laughs> that's still, that's still funny. You'll never, you, just you're Mexican. You'll never be white. What, what does that have to do with anything? What, what? I still want to know what does that have to do with anything? I guess Mexicans are second to the most white people. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but yet, this is where you have. Um, our president Joe Biden's not wanting to do anything about it. Actually, the only one thing he did say is more gun control. More gun control, Joe Biden. 
that that's his answer more gun control what more gun control do we need to have we like i said we you have background checks to the people that can't be on guns they do it all the time and guess what we can still have gun controls as tighter and tighter and tighter and guess what it's still would not get nowhere because reason why the black market the black market is going to be right there where somebody can pay a gun you're going to have criminal and who's going to be more victimized of these law-abiding or uh, gun control law-abiding citizens exactly i'm sorry i was going to already said that but i had to switch it but law-abiding citizens they pay the price because they follow the rules to these gun controls and they're the ones that are even being more killed or being more uh, violated. These criminals, they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about your neighbors. They don't care about your families. They don't care about nobody. If they did, they would not do what they're doing now. Just like I said this before, uh, really, uh, uh, the real bad drug dealers, they do not care if they kill your family. They, they will not care. What do they use in their example and say, he's the one that did it or she's the one that did it. I just give it to him. Instead of doing the right thing, said, no, I'm not giving you drugs. If I love you, I consider you my friend or family, you need to quit. I, I'll grow up and get a real job. But do they do that? No, they don't do that. Because they, they want to hurt this country. They want to hurt our communities. They want to hurt this United States of America. They do. They don't care. And worst of all, they abuse the system. They abuse it. Not us. And then who but who has to pay the price is the people that follow the rules. Look it up. Look it up. You'll see the truth right there. But speaking of crimes, it is time to do our FBI cases. This happened a long time ago, but they are now bringing this up. Triple homicide investigation in Colorado. Uh, the suspect or suspects are shouldn't be considered armed and dangerous. Homicide victims in uh, Littleton, Colorado in January 27, 2002. This has been updated from a few days ago. Excuse me, today. I'm practically January 27, 2002 at 11.50 p.m. in Ian Gala, Robert, Bobby, Zach, and Jane Springers were shot to death inside the closed AMF Broadway and Brawling Alley in Lutton, uh, Lutton, Colorado. Ian and James were the last two employees to close the bowling alley that night, and Bobby was the frequent customer of the establishment before the trio couldn't uh, could depart the bowling alley. The three victims came into contact with an unknown male who shot them to death during a, uh, a robbery. When a friend arrived to pick up one of the victims, a friend entered the bowling alley, found the victims, and called the police. The unknown suspect was last seen wearing a dark tent coat and driving a late 2000 model dark pickup truck. If you have any information, please call the Denver FBI at 303-629-7171. And once again, I'm going to I'm going to give you my opinions about all these things here until uh, but I'm going to get through it. Uh, 
guy named John uh, John Doe in Greenbelt, Maryland. August 3rd, 1981. This is for an identified person, 15 to 25 years old, 106 to 120 pounds, 5 foot 2 to 5 foot 5, uh, black hair, and male black. There we go. You got it. On August 3rd, 1981, identifying human remains of a black male between the age of 15 to 25, 5 foot 2 to 5 foot 5. Wearing, uh, weighing between 106 and 120 pounds with the black hair were discovered on the northbound side of Baltimore Washington Parkway in Greenbelt, Maryland. The victim was uh, wrapped in a blue blanket. Next to the victim was cannabis medical straight jacket with an unknown medical insula in the letters U.S. The victim also had a very poor uh, decaying teeth. If you have any information, Submit the tip to the FBI or you call your local police department in that area. Somebody had to know something with those two cases. Now, I, you know, I'm going to say this. You know, you know, we do these FBI cases. I've been doing them for quite some time. I, I want to make this clear. You have these Democrats that want to say defund the police. They've been saying it for a year and a half. Defund the police. We defund the police. Suspects continue to run up, get away from crimes. Victims will never have justice. Missing children would be a lot more uphising God. That's the truth. We, I've been doing it for a couple weeks now about missing children. FBI cases. And we get little by little new ones, uh, about the same ones found. You tell me how that's fair and that's right for these young children. And how fair is it for these adults that that watched a loved one to a murder? And like you said, we just mentioned uh, about Mr. John Dub, between 15 and 25 years old. In 1981, nothing, no new news. Hopefully now, it's going to be a different story. Victims in Lonetown, Colorado, just brought up, talk about it now. You want the police to be funded? These cases will never be solved then. Never. 